Welcome back to Below Average Gaming, where Josh and Michael to storm your eardrums like it's Capitol Hill. Are you excited this week, Michael? We've invaded their podcast feeds, and we're going to change nothing. Who's excited? Mm, I really like the change nothing part. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, whether you're here with us or not, we made a difference. We got our way into your eardrums, and then we got charged with treason. Shit. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, are you excited, Michael? What have you been up to this week? What have you been playing? What have you been up to? Um, I mean, this week's been a little bit relaxed, I feel like. I feel like there's no new games, really. Just, like, kind of existing stuff. Back to Playing Among Us was sweet. That was awesome. Uh, that, Octo- that that kill was sick, by that the way. In the Among Us, that kill, kill was that was the sickest kill. I think we're going to have to put that up on YouTube for people to see uh, that round of Among Us. That was great. <laughs> um... I've been playing Octopath, which has been mm-hmm. fun. I'm uh, just about done chapter one for all characters. So there's four chapters of character, so I want to say that's okay. about a quarter. Wait, wait, wait. How does this work? I actually don't know this. So there's eight characters in Octopath, right? Yeah. You choose one at the start of the game, mm-hmm. and then you acquire the other characters by going around and picking them up from their various hometowns. Oh, that's cool. Each character has their own story that you can only complete when they're in the party, and each is four chapters long. Ooh, that's sick. I actually didn't know that. I'm getting more motivated to go pick this game up now. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm just, I'm at the start of the eighth character's chapter one, and uh, I have this problem because there's a thief with a steal ability and a merchant with a collect ability, that can, well, the merchant can collect money and the thief can steal an item. And these abilities are castable one time on every enemy you encounter in the entire game. And let's just say that since I discovered this, my playthrough has become a lot slower because I extend every combat by like 20 rounds to get both of them off on all enemies. <laughs> that, 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 I feel like that's super classic Michael Strats right there. Oh, 100%. You know, just, just get as much value as you can from your game. Yeah. <laughs> that That is great. Uh, I was talking with a, a friend that uh, really likes JRPGs like this, and mm-hmm. I was explaining to him how I played it, and he did not comprehend. And at the end of the day, like, if I, if I go through and win all these random encounters and beat all these bosses... But I didn't also steal all of their money and belongings before killing them. Did I really even win? No, you you didn't. You only win unless you until you you know extract all the value and all the goods out of each encounter. You know, exactly. it's just it's just playing the game right. You know, you gotta give and yourself like, the best chance to win. Every time I've gone to a town, I can buy the best upgrade in the shop for all of my units. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. You don't need to go get money. You already have it. Yeah, it's fine. You already got the money. One thing I will say for people who aren't me, if you're playing through this game, don't steal every single little encounter. It's not worth it. But stealing the bosses is really good. Some of the boss fights will give you like four or five thousand gold in the early game. And it's like actually insane. That's incredible. Yeah, for me, I've just well, we, we, we played Among Us. I tried Final Fantasy VII's hard mode, which I actually think is awesome. I'm a really big fan of that. So I think I'm going to start that over and get a uh, 
Get some content made with that bad boy. Uh, I've been replaying Diablo 3 on Switch for no reason. I now own this on three consoles. And finishing Odyssey. I I almost got through Darker Side. Almost. It's the best part of that game. It, it is. Are you done? Are you done the rest of the moons? Almost. We're almost done. I think we have I think we have two planets left. I think that's it. So we're almost done. It's exciting. Have you have you just been like have you been doing them in order? So you have a uh, Bowser's and Moon left? Yeah, that's it. No, no, Moon's done. We have Bowser in the one of the water levels. Lake? I cut yeah, I, I like the water levels in that game because I'm a weirdo. I don't know why. I think it's just because I get to be a fish. So I saved it for last because I just wanted to float around and chill, you know? It's nice, though, to get all this stuff out of the way because right now there's not a ton of stuff coming out until, like, we hit March. And then March we get bombarded with value, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, this year, like, January, February feels really slow for new games. Yeah. With... Like medium is a game that we want to get to here, and it's kind of the highlight of January, which is weird because it's apparently not a very long game, but does a lot of cool mechanics for people who don't know. It's kind of like a it's a psychological horror game, not a grotesque horror game, which is which is good to know. Um, I think it's Troy Baker does the voice of the like abomination of the game. and He's like a very prolific actor, and it sounded really good. I guess you got to hear the thing talk and it sounds creepy. I'm just kind of looking forward to that game, though. It's going to be something a little different. It's where you play in like the spiritual realm kind of thing and the real world at the same time with the same character. So when you move, they both move. And I think it's, it looks fresh. I've been wanting something fresh and it looks really interesting to me, especially because a lot of horror games now, like especially with like Outlast is a big franchise now that's more like about really grotesque stuff. We're really about getting your head. And I'm kind of looking forward to medium because it's not grotesque, if that makes sense. I mean, Outlast 1 isn't really about being grotesque at all. Outlast 2 is, though. If you haven't okay. played Outlast 2. I haven't played Outlast that 2. Get, yeah. I haven't played, out, I haven't played Outlast 2 because apparently it's just bad. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it, it, it goes for shock value with stuff more. Where, like, apparently yeah. Medium is, like, a very, very approachable game. It's mostly got its rating because it's creepy than it is, like, gross. Okay. And I don't know, like, like I really like horror stuff. And, like, I've watched plenty of slasher films and just, you know, all the Saw movies and other weird crap. And it's, like, nothing actually creeps me out more than stuff that gets in your head. Mm -hmm. Like, no violence, but it gets in your head. Works way better. Like, P.T. P.T. was just all psychological for the most part, with occasional jumps in it, and that worked great. Yeah. No, I definitely, I think, like, the jump scare type shock horror is just so overdone, and most of it's done really poorly. Yeah. A lot of it's really predictable. It's like, oh, the music's gone. I hope no one's around that corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I've had a, like, horror game that's really piqued my interest since Outlast 1, honestly. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I honestly can't think of anything. Right. Like, PT, PT was the big thing we were all looking forward to. It got canceled. Now there's rumors that Kojima's making a horror game now and that Silent Hill might actually, actually have a game coming out now, but we just have to wait and see, so. Yeah. Yeah. And 
then it's kind of cool though, because once we get through January and then February, unless we get a surprise release, March is the big one. Yeah, at least for like what we're looking forward for, for sure. Yeah, and and March though, it's kind of cool. We get to do medium in January, and then in March we get Kenna, and like Harvest Moon, just some nice, nice fun games. I know, I know. First we'll do Kenna. It's a big one I'm looking forward to. It just looks like the kind of like fun, whimsical adventure game. I feel like PlayStation's been missing. It definitely looks geared at a younger audience, but like not like a kid's game. You know what I mean? Mm. It's a lot of like it's a lot of really fantastical looking stuff that looks really interesting. That isn't just like there's orcs, there's goblins, blah, blah, blah. Is there some reason I like um, Hilda, that TV show? Because it's a lot more about the whole world being magical yeah and more of a fantasy setting and kind of really looks like that too and it's something that usually nintendo would do this kind of game and seeing it coming out of sony it really surprises me so i'm really looking forward to that yeah i mean i don't know that much about the game but it's something that looks kind of cool from what i've seen it look <laughs> yeah it looks like sony presents zelda in a weird way mm. <laughs> you know and then Fair. i don't Harvest Moon slash Story of Seasons. I want you to I want you to let people know what's going on here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so we have a new Harvest Moon game at the start of March, and we have a new Story of Seasons game a little bit later in March, which both fall under the same genre, and I think that these games in Junction are really interesting because they're basically the same franchise. Because Story of Seasons is the Harvest Moon continuation that is developed by the original developers of Harvest Moon. And Harvest Moon is now developed by solely by, I believe it's Natsume who develops them now. Uh, since 2014, because the original company that developed it wanted to do their own English port. And Natsume used to do the English port, but now actually just develops the Harvest Moon game. So it's kind of interesting because we're getting like the 2020 take from both developers on the same game, which I just think is really interesting. I think it's really cool that they're coming out at the same time and I want to try both of them and see how they do. Yeah, I really want to put these head to head. And I think that's something people can look forward to on the the podcast here and some video content on like direct comparison. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to playing those games. I really love Harvest Moon. Playing Harvest Moon at my aunt's house is still like a very cherished childhood memory to me. Yeah, I mean, the, this these this game franchise and like style is just kind of like my thing. Like I've played mm-hmm. 200 hours of Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town, like the original. And I've played like my Stardew Valley is nearing 300 hours now. And all this stuff, like, it's just, I love this, like, genre. And the fact that we're going to see two companies just coming out with their own versions and, like, versions that are directly based off Harvest Moon pretty cool. is pretty cool. Because we, we have, like, a whole bunch of different options. You have, like, even something like Animal Crossing, I view in, like, the same genre. But Animal Crossing is quite a bit different. But, like, you have, like, these and you've had, like, so many offshoots. But this is, like... Kind of like the big bad, like the the big one of this genre is Harvest Moon. And this is just two companies that both had interactions with the franchise before doing their own takes. And I just think it's going to be really cool to see them together. Yeah, I I am really excited. I've been a little bit away from Harvest Moon for a while. And then we played Stardew Valley and I'm like, man, I want to play somewhere 
some more Harvest Moon, and these are coming out right. I'm ready, especially with how much more gaming we're doing. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, and I mean, any content we do on those will probably be delayed a little bit because I want to give both of them their fair shot. So, like, oh yeah, you gotta put in a decent amount of time in these types of games to kind of know what you're in for. So what you're saying is 100 hours in two weeks. Let's go. Uh, maybe I feel like I can probably make a decision after like 30 hours a piece. Okay. So I feel 40. like I don't need gotcha. a full 100 hours on each game sure? to figure it out. They I could mean, be I'll fun, probably though. get both games to like 25 <laughs> or 30 and then the one that I like will go to like 200. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Uh, in between those, we've got Returnal. Hmm. Returnal. So, what what do you think? What do you think of this one? I mean, this is just like one of those games that I think this uh, the concept of the game and this kind of idea has been done a couple times. I think it looks pretty good. Like, I think it looks cool. It's kind of like I view it as like the first big PS five game in my eyes. Yeah, because. Up until then, a lot of games are, like, released on both consoles. And even, like, something like a lot of the new PS5 games, like the ones that are already out that are PS5 exclusives, haven't really taken the full hardware into account. Like, usually the difference is they're doing something cool with, like, the haptic feedback on, like, the controller and stuff like that. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And I like this these kind of games where you play the same thing over and over again, like Groundhog Day style things, just are kind of cool to me. Like, I mean, I want to play, is it Outer Wilds? I want to play Outer Wilds too, because it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, Housemark, who made, who who's making this game, is a very, very good developer, but they have a lot of space in between their games sometimes. They made one of the best launch games of all time, Resogun, which, like, if you haven't played Resogun, oh my god, Resogun, it's so good. It's just a very fun score chasing shooter game, but like with a plane. And this is a really unique aspect to where you're kind of like almost like around like this cylinder and it scrolls and it's incredible. You can still play that PlayStation 4, Vita, PS3, if you still have one of those that's still alive somehow. And yeah, Returnal is one then like I saw the trailer for it, forgot about it. You brought it up again and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I yeah. didn't even realize it was this close to coming out. I'm the game's excited. like the game's like not going to be my end all game of 2020. Like it's not like I'm mm. not like looking at the games that are coming out this year. I'm not like oh my gosh this game's going to be awesome. But I'm like this game will be fun. Like I'm excited for this game, right? And I mean, hopefully, if like stock issues and stuff get resolved, this will probably be one of the first games I play on PS5, which is kind of going to be interesting. Oh yeah, and then. The next one after this, it takes two. I'm I'm hyped for this. So we played a way out together, like just one shot it, which was like incredible. Where it's just these the ending of that game, man. Oh, everything happens. Then that final chapter. Yeah. <sighs> and it's just. These co-op only games are a really cool concept. I do really like the fact that these people, when you buy uh, It Takes Two or A Way Out, what they do is they give you a a code that's a second copy of the game. So both of you don't have to buy it. 
to play this co-op only game. You just need to have one person to play it with and it gives you two copies, which I really, really like that. I took like the like least greedy business practice I've ever heard of where there's like, here's another copy of the game because we made it co-op only. It's kind of like it's it's taking the fact that gaming used to be done on a couch a lot more and the fact that games aren't necessarily being capable of that and kind of being like, we get that you don't necessarily play in the same room, but since our games co-op only, here's you can still play it. And I like it. It's really nice. Yeah. Like that, honestly, I might not have given a way out a try if it wasn't for that. But that was like a big selling fact where it's like, oh, you only have to buy one copy. That's really big. Yeah. And just the overall story of what's going on in this game looks amazing. I I don't know much about the game besides like the base story. And honestly, if you don't know what the base story is, I wouldn't even look it up. I would just go get it. If this is anywhere near as close as a way out is, I recommend this game. And just something fresh. This is like a lot like Returnal. Just something different, something fun. And, you know, you don't always have to just like look forward to like God of War and Horizon, which are coming out. There's a lot of these little games out there that look incredible. That definitely deserve a lot of attention. More so than I think they usually get. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think these co-op only games, we've seen like a couple things in the genre. Like the big ones hmm. that I can think of are like a way out. You used to have like Army of Two. Do you remember those games? Army of Two was amazing. And even like something like um We Were Here. There's three games in that franchise now. And it's like yeah. a kind of like co-op puzzle game. And like a big thing about these games that I think makes them really cool is when there's actually like a level of like asymmetrical asymmetry. Wow, that was bad. Asymmetry to the game <laughs> where like two people are doing something different. Like um, we were here, for example, because we played the first one. Yeah. The fact that we both played that game and literally you go through two completely different things was so cool. Yeah, it was it was a two player escape room and it worked really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just like that kind of stuff is super interesting to me. And even like a way out where you're playing a way out. And even though you're playing this co-op game, because your like experience is different, you like kind of get attached to your character and like, you kind of go through everything and like, you kind of like it. And then just everything about it's just so good. And so like with this, with it takes two, I'm super excited. I hope that there's like, I imagine that they took what they did with a way out. And I hope that it's just better. And that'll be amazing. Yeah, this one definitely, too, looks really more story-oriented in a way, where it seems like it's a heavier story. Like, A Way Out was really, really good, but it was definitely like a Brothers Escape from Prison kind of game. Like, name a more done thing, a prison escape with brothers. Like, I watched Prison Break, and but it was still so good, because oh, yeah. the game was really good. And It Takes Two is a lot more about, like, divorce and stuff like that, to where it's... It's going to be a little bit of heavier of a tilt, but it still looks fun. And it looks like they're going to have like a good time with it. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And then we've got we've got one more game in like this first quarter of the year. That we're super excited for. I have it ready to go. I have the demo downloaded on my switch. Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. <laughs> I am so hype. The fact that this is on Switch, so I can just walk around my house playing Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. And it's I'm going to be really interested to see 
Because Monster Hunter World was a big step for this franchise. Oh, yeah. Like, Monster Hunter World, and I didn't start playing Monster Hunter games. Like, World was the first one I've played. I've gone back and played some of the other ones now. But World was the first game I've played. It's the first thing that kind of got me into that genre. And it's a massive step away from what the original was. And I'm interested to see what this game looks like when you combine what they used to do in the old games with what they've learned from World. And it looks like this game is going to kind of be a middle ground. Yeah, which I, I'm i really excited. I think if I heard this correctly, there is a there's a limit on this demo for how much you can repeat certain quests. But it's a demo, so who cares, right? But the game supposedly is way more accessible even than World was. Mm-hmm. Which, the, me- the menus in World weren't good. The multiplayer in World wasn't good. I really hope Rise learns a bit and, like, just lets you play the whole story together. <laughs> you know, where you don't have to see a cutscene first, all this shit. Because that was the big thing that tore me away from World when we first started. There was, you know what? It was bullshit. It was oh, a yeah. stupid inconvenience that shouldn't have been in the game. You should just be able to play the whole game co-op and drop in and out. It shouldn't have to be like, you haven't seen this cutscene, or you have to go on this quest alone first, and then halfway through, you can fire a flare, and your buddy can join, or you can back out and go back in. So I'm hoping that Rise, especially because Nintendo's behind it, learned a lot. And Nintendo's a lot more about couch co-op and playing with people, and I'm hoping that Rise fixes that. Because honestly... Hot take, Nintendo is the only game company out there that wants you actively to play with your friends on a couch or like have convenient multiplayer. Sony doesn't care. Microsoft doesn't care at all about you playing co-op with people because they do everything they can to block it. I mean, as a caveat to that, though, Nintendo also hates online multiplayer with a passion. That's true. But... You can just come on my couch, man. But like, why the hell? Why the hell isn't Pikmin 3 multiplayer online? Well, you see. Riddle me this, Nintendo. Why do you hate me? I don't know. <laughs> I I like the I like the Nintendo store. Like, it's not bad. It's pretty clean. There's nothing frivolous in it. And they just need they just need to let us play online a little bit better. I do admit that. I'll admit that, but they I could do also, like the fact they at least let me play with people. <laughs> they could definitely make their store a little bit uh, user-friendly to browse, in my opinion. I mean, I just, I just know what I'm going for when I get that's on there. Fair. Like, that, that's fair, but as someone who is a fan of occasionally lighting money on fire, I like being able to browse stores, you know? <laughs> it's like, if you took... I think if you took the, the Nintendo store and the Sony store and you smashed them together, it would work out all right. Because the Nintendo store seems to hide a lot of its DLC and microtransactions from in the game menu, where the Sony store is just like, you looked up Final Fantasy. Um, here's 16 things that are microtransactions. <laughs> and oh, there's the game that those microtransactions are for. And yeah. it's like, why? Why are you hiding what I want? Just let me yeah. buy your fucking game. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I am excited for Rise. And as I said, like, it is kind of, at least at this point, until we get some more release dates, the last kind of game of this first quarter. Mm-hmm. So outside of that, like, that kind of brings us to the end of March. And honestly, like, January, February will be kind of like, for us at least, catching up on old stuff. 
And March feels like it's going to be packed. But like going forward, like if you had to like games for the rest of this year, what's what, what, what's uh, what's going on in your head there, Josh? OK, so I heard rumor God of War comes out this year. I have also heard said somebody, rumor. And these are people that work there. If that's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's the same thing, too, with Horizon, the other big marquee Sony game. Horizon supposedly has co-op and they haven't explained how that works yet. And I'm like, if you give me a co-op campaign, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm just going to cry. Yeah. And then it's just like the, those are huge. And then the the kind of go through the Sony ring, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's coming out. That last Ratchet and Clank game is one of the best, just fun family styled, just frivolous games where you just go out there, you just blow up some people, you turn some things into sheep. It's just fun. It's like that PS2 era GameCube just era of like, this is just fun. Let's just go out there and have fun, guys. And it's just like there's so much not fun out there. And I love that. The Like that Ratchet and Clank game brought me back to like playing old Ratchet and Clank games on the PS2. Like that's actually what it brought me back to. And it was it was amazing for it. And is there supposed to be any sort of multiplayer in this new Ratchet game? I don't know if there's multiplayer. I'm not sure. I know there's another character, though. Yeah. I feel like if you gave me a Ratchet and Clank game with co-op, I would I would love you forever, Sony. I would just like I would love you forever. And I'd just be like, all right, you are you are my favorite now. Yeah, co-op. I want like a, a versus score attack mode with all the crazy guns. Like, just give me some of that. Give me some of that. Let let me have fun with my friends, man. Yeah, with give, games me, like give, this. Be give sweet. me co-op and give me go fuck yourself new game plus where the game is designed around you having everything and just rips into you. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, those, those feel like the big ones from Sony, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure there's other stuff, like there's other stuff coming, but those kind of feel mm. like the big ones, at least like in my idea, death loop, I guess is the other one that a lot of people are excited for. Yeah. And there's just a lot of mystery around a lot of these release dates. Ratchet is this year. The rest of them are a little bit still up in the air, so I, I I try to hold back my hype a little bit, but, you know, I'm stoked still. But yeah, for sure. Patience. Patience. I mean, to flip, like, to go to the other side of the aisle and look at, like, Xbox, you've got Halo Infinite, which, I mean, mm. I don't know what the release date is planned on this game. Because the game, the game we saw in their release trailer was not ready for release. Are you sure? Are you sure Craig wasn't like quality next gen? We're probably looking at late this year for Halo Infinite. Yeah. And then like the only other game I can even think of for Xbox is Fable 4. And I imagine that game's still like three years out. Yeah, I don't imagine that game come out anytime soon. Yeah, I was just looking here. Um, basically, as of December... They said late 2021 for Halo Infinite. Yeah. Which like. I mean, that, that's kind of what I'm expecting. But I mean, it, if it comes out late 2021 and the game is great, it's a great year for Microsoft. That's kind of how Halo works. Yeah. It's like, don't don't pull a cyberpunk and release your game early. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, just like if you need to wait, just like wait. Like, I'd rather sure. have that game run really well and be a marquee title for them and just enjoy the hell out of it. Because I know we're gonna be we're gonna be co op in that campaign immediately when it comes <laughs> out. Yeah, I mean, other than that, and then going into kind of the non affiliated games, uh, Silk Song. Maybe we'll finally get some news and this game will come out because they teased me at the end of 2019 and I'm still not over it, Team Cherry. Yeah, where, where, where's Hollow Knight Silk Song? Come on. Come on. I don't even want a release date. I just, I don't even want a release date. Just like, if it's not ready, just be like, patience. Just say something. Give me something. I want something. <laughs> Say something, I'm giving up on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there, there's a ton of other just, like, interesting games that I think are coming out this year. Pokemon Snap 2 will be really interesting to see what... I don't know what that's what it's going to be called. But it'll be really interesting to see what Nintendo does with a classic like that. Hasn't been around so, for a really long time. So all I want to do with Pokemon Snap 2 is sit around with, like, Twizzlers and popcorn and just, like, play it. <laughs> I, I'm just, like... I want to, like, find some VHSs and, like, just, like, make, like, a summoning circle for Raichu with VHSs on my floor and just relive my childhood, you know? <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, you've got that one, and then I feel like the other, like, the big game for Nintendo this year is going to be Breath of the Wild 2. Presuming it comes out, because it sounds like it will. Now, you've done me a service here. Because it, it was my birthday... And you went out and you got me Breath of the Wild and a Pro Controller. And I want everyone to know out there, this is this is adulting here. This is for you. This is for you. I'm going to replay Breath of the Wild front to back and on Switch and just chill. Are you going to miss the tutorial this time around? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record this for posterity. A tutorial. It's not on the main path. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that because like what Breath of the Wild 2 will do is very curious to me and how they're gonna like move it forward. And the fact that it's not gonna be tied to the Wii U in some way. Thank Christ. I want no more motion puzzles, please. Motion controls are shit in all games. Switch does it pretty decent, like actually controlling them, but they're still shit. So I'm hoping they kind of kick that out. The only thing is, like, I feel like when you have the puzzles with, like, just the using the gyroscope in the Pro Controller or in the Joy-Cons, they aren't actually that bad. Don't give me anything besides that. No, it's just <sighs> a game like that. It just it doesn't feel like it's needed. I agree. There's so much there's so much fun stuff to do in that game that every single time there's the motion control puzzle, I'm just like, well, this doesn't do anything for me. I didn't realize there was playing a motion control game so you made me do it with like this giant ass thick tablet so i'm really looking forward to playing it on switch now i'm giving it its fair shot you know i've heard some of you you've you've added me and you're just like but breath of the world's amazing fine I'll try it again <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think i think there's like the other two games that i'm kind of excited for this year are hightail if this game actually enters beta or full release this year, because I'm a massive Minecraft fan and through the 
millions of ripoffs that have tried to dethrone it, it feels like this is the first one that possibly could, which is kind of crazy to me. Mm. So we'll see how that game does. I mean, at the end of the day, you have something that's put together by one of the biggest Minecraft servers and Riot. Like, I'm sorry if, if I'm like biased here. But Riot has put out straight fire, and I have full faith in them to do whatever the hell they want. If Riot told me they were making, like, a visual novel, I would believe in them. Oh my god, no, you you can't give me the visual novel. I want the Jin, Jin's background visual novel, please. Along with my Phantom of the Opera skin, where is my Jin Phantom of the Opera skin for League of Legends? <laughs> Yeah, and then besides Hytale, the other game is Ruined King. This okay. is the this is the League of Legends turn-based RPG, and I am so excited. I have intentionally avoided all information and coverage about this, and I plan on going in blind. Oh, I've avoided everything. The only thing I know is that it's a turn-based RPG by Riot. Yeah, I am mm, turn-based RPG. Mm. <laughs> I know we plan on doing Fell Seal soon, which is like a tactics game. And I'm I'm so excited for that now. I'm in the mood for it. I got my gig, gig my big uh, gamer brain on these days and I'm in. I know I'm looking at this list now, too. So I'm going to be honest with people. We put Starfield on this dock here. When the fuck is this game coming out? <laughs> What is this game? Is there gameplay? Honestly, is there gameplay? I no. Not at all. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure isn't like the only clip we have this like the uh like ending of an eclipse on like the planet or whatever with like the ring. Isn't that the yeah. only thing we have? This game is like various members of my family and I'm never going to see them again, you know? It's just not I mean, happening. Like, I'm going to play it. I'm excited. But I mean, we got to Teaser trailer in 2018 and nothing more. <laughs> it's just like when my mom teased me with loving me. It was, it was all a lie. <laughs> I don't know, like, even like Resident Evil Village is something I'm kind of looking forward to, but I still haven't played Seven, but I own it on two different platforms, and I need to do that. Oh, I've played zero and, Resident <sighs> Evil games. Is this our gap? I have only played five. <laughs> I played actual zero like okay so let's play Resident Evil 7 let's go hell yeah I mean shouldn't we just play oh. the 2 remake isn't it supposed to be better but 7's gonna be like village I'm not boomers I'm not gonna play the old one it's not old the remake came out last year it's hey you can put new paint on grandma's face it's still grandma okay <laughs> what? <laughs> so I don't out of this list, there's a lot of like like Age of Empires 4 is coming out at some point. Like Stray. Stray's the last big one here for me that I'm like, what is this? You've teased me with playable kitties. And if there's playable kitties, you know I'm gonna buy this son of a bitch. So I want more information. Calico was a game that I just bought because uh, my oldest daughter really wanted this game. So I bought it. I just like bought her Steam wish list. And then I looked at the game and I'm like, 
I get to like hang out in a cat cafe and run this cat place and get dogs and like like hug the cat and then wiggle them around. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're just in the mood to have a fun cat game. There's nothing wrong with that, man. You know, honestly, I have no idea what this game is, but you do you. You just run a little cat farm. There will be there will be a video of me playing this. You just wait. <laughs> I know. Is there anything else you're looking forward to coming up here? Or is this pretty much just where you're at? I mean, that's like pretty much it. And it's it's a good list of games. This shows there are a lot of good games coming out. We're just in the we're in the dip. So now is the time for us to do our backlog, get some interesting content about our backlog. I know we have a lot of big plans for Spell Seal. Death Stranding is one we want to do at some point in the future here with a little bit of a little side by little side by side for you people out there. You know, see how you approach that game, because that game definitely has a lot of different ways you can get from A to B. And I'm really curious to see how we approach it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think 2020 is shaping up to be a lot better of a year than 2019 was for gaming. Um, or sorry, come again, come again, come again. Are we are we doing this now? Um, 2020 back in my day. I want to let you know, <laughs> I have written the wrong year every single time it's come up so far. See, it's cheating for me because the year I was born, it's always just like 10 plus the year now. So it's it's really easy, man. I got I have a cheat code. Being born in 1990s makes life really easy to remember the year. <laughs> Sorry, I, it feels like 2021 is shaping up to be a lot better of a year for gaming than 2020 was. You mean like 2020 where like six good games came out? Yeah, pretty much. We actually have like, like looking at this list with no information, like not seeing what games are coming out, like the games that we feel like are going to come out this year. So if you look at Horizon, God of War, Breath of the Wild, Silk Song, and Halo, that feels mm. like five game of the year candidates. Yeah, which right? is incredible. Which like last year, Hades was like the dark horse of last year. And that game was incredible. But like at the start of last year, even... If you were looking, you were looking at, like, Last of Us? Like, start of the year, you know nothing. <laughs> yeah, That's, like, much. the only game? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I am super excited for what this year is going to be like. And hopefully, the PS5 issue gets resolved, and you can buy one. And hopefully, for anyone who wants to buy an Xbox, for some reason, the issue gets resolved, and you can buy one. And I hope that... The AMD processors wind up in stock and that people can get 30 or 3000 series graphics cards for cheap. Just like all that stuff needs to resolve itself. But the list of games looks wicked. Yeah. And because we care about giving you guys the hottest takes and the greatest information, we plan on pouring thousands and thousands of dollars into the economy to buy graphics cards and PS5s. So as soon as they're available, we're going to. You know, I'm, not, I'm spend... not paying the price of a scalped PS5, though. Oh, no. Scalpers can just, like, rot in the night circle of hell for all I give a shit. But as soon as PS5s are, like, reasonably purchasable, I'll have one. Yeah. Just, like, you know, because we care. And That's I mean, why. honestly, <laughs> if Halo doesn't come to PC on release, there's a chance I buy an X. It's coming to PC on release. Let's be real. What if it's not? What if it's not? Then I have to rethink my life. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so before we head out here, I want I want you to do the hard job. Pick one. Pick one on our on our dock here. Pick one. What are you the most hyped for coming out that actually like has some sort of gameplay that's been shown? So no fable. I mean, that's also no God of War. Exactly. Has to have had gameplay. You also can't pick okay, Horizon. So I mean, so I mean, answer one was God of War. Mm-hmm. Answer two was Fable, <laughs> and answer three was Horizon. So you knocked all those off my list. Yeah, yeah. You have to have actually seen gameplay. What, what, what's, what's your pick? What's your pick? It's got to be Silk Song. Yeah. It has to be Silk Song. I don't know. Just like after Hollow Knight, I am so interested to see because like Hollow Knight is a game where like you look at what the like if you actually look at like what the Hollow Knight does, like what his like moveset is, the game feels like it's not going to feel great. You know, how you have those games where like the moveset just feels empty. Yeah. If you look at Hollow Knight's moveset on paper, you feel like it's going to be that way. And somehow Team Cherry, like, made this incredible situation where it doesn't. It's, like, one of the most fulfilling and, like, smooth and incredible things to control. And Hornet's moveset looks like it's going to be more complete on paper. So I am so interested to see how that feels. With, like, what looks like a little bit of faster and more creative combat. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Me, I'm basic. You know, I love a good dungeon. I love some demons and shit. Diablo 4 for me is like... It's not coming out this year. I know it's not coming out this year. I still want it! <laughs> and there's technically gameplay. So <laughs> that sounds why. like cheating. That sounds like cheating. <laughs> there's a pre-alpha gameplay testing that thing game, that people are That in. game is further away than... All of the games that you knocked off my list. <laughs> Just because the game Pick like another one. Years out. Pick another one. I don't accept this. Pick another one. <laughs> That's you bullshit. To, okay. okay, 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 okay. I've, I'm picking one more past that. It's got to be Silk Song. Then. Okay, okay. Then let's both pick one. The one after Silk Song. We're going to go until we have something different. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I've got mine. What's okay, yours? Go. go. No, you go. You go. Do I went it. first last time. You go. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm kind of low key hyper Resident Evil Village. Okay. It looks sweet. I think like if it's really atmospheric, like Seven looks like it is. That now I'm going to commit myself to playing that. I'm kind of in for that. I think cr- I love the idea of just like some like slightly abandoned village you know and it's just like weird stuff's going on and old man jenkins is on his porch and they're sharpening his axe he's like you don't want to be in this town son i'm in for that aesthetic i love it i lived in a small town for a while and i i want a creepy village i'm in for that what about you what's yours it's ruined king oh baby e- everything riot <laughs> has put their name on is incredible their ip is one of the best out there like the league IP is actually just like incredible. The mm-hmm. the like league IP is in a position where it combats Blizzard without the MMO, which is like actually insane. Yeah. Like I actually like I look at the league IP and I'm like 
I feel like this IP and like the other big game as far as like IP, the IP goes and like the actual story behind it is wow. And I feel like League will r- rival and possibly surpass wow in the next like year and a half. And everything Riot has put out this last year has been absolutely incredible. And like, is Ruined King just going to be the best turn-based strategy game we've ever seen? Honestly, with Riot's track record, it might be. I get they're not developing it, but they've put their name on it. So they obviously have some sort of say, and I don't think they'll put out something bad. For sure. Yes, that's... It's just my lack of knowledge of how it's going to look and play and everything is the only reason I didn't do it. But yes, obviously, that game's going to be... That game's going to slap. I'm sure it's going to be really good. Like, I mean, Riot... Like, as far as Riot goes... The games they've released are in the conversation for the best in their genre. And like, yeah, it's very different. It's a single player turn-based RPG. It's not an online game. It's not like a competitive game that adjusts with meta and gets patches and all that stuff. But it's way harder to, like in my eyes, it's way harder to compete in the MOBA genre or in the card game genre or in their shooters, like tax shooter genre, than it is to compete in turn-based RPG. Mm. So like, I'm like, if you can pull off all of these other games, like especially with how well they've done with Runeterra, because like Runeterra, like card games are a lot more akin to like a turn-based RPG game. I just like look at it and I'm like, how can I doubt anything that Riot's going to put out? No, the, the the quality is there until proven otherwise. I think benefit of the doubt is uh is there for their games. I'm beyond excited. And like it's 10 years out probably. And I am willing to bet money that the Riot MMO winds up being the best on the market when it comes out. I I think the, it's actually probably like six to ten years away. And I would actually put money down on that game being the best MMO on the market when it comes out. The MMO market, I think, is due for a next gen leap, so to speak. It's well, yeah. due for that leap. And I think Riot's going to do it. And then I mean, it's going to get real. This year is supposed to be insane for MMOs anyway. Yeah, because like, honestly, WoW has a shitload of issues. Oh, it does. Blizzard's got a Blizzard's has done a lot of things really poorly. And like you have New World coming out, which is Amazon's MMO, which had a really good reception to its initial beta. Mm. You have Ashes of Creation coming out, which looks incredible, looks super interesting. And just like the MMO genre is like kind of open right now. I think there's a lot of people who are playing WoW that don't really want to, but there's no other game that does what WoW does right now. Realistically. Yeah. And I think, I think that's just like, I think that's a big thing. And I think a big for, for, for people who want to play an MMO, I think the IP and kind of the world is really relevant. And the league MMO, like the rune Terra based MMO is going to be the closest parallel to blizzards to wow because the worlds kind of fit that same genre in a big way yeah i agree i mean did you did you watch the new league cinematic from this week yeah it's just like that cinematic made me want an mmo an mmo and you have like an expansion where the mist just starts taking over all of these towns and just like that's your big bad for the season and the mist is fighting over and you have to go and fight against the mist and it like turns your party members against you. Oh, I'm so excited. And like, I don't know, everything Riot touches, everything Riot touches is gold. 
they pretty much have a license to print money at this point. Like, I actually... We we came a long way from the Riot game memes at the end of 2019. Definitely. There's even a... What is it? Is it Mechs versus Minions, the Riot's board game? It's supposed to be really good. I was looking at buying a copy. Oh, I've played it. I've played it before. Played it? That game is insane. Yeah. It's so good. And it's just... Riot has never released a game that is poor in quality. And I don't think they're going to. I think they take their time. They do a damn good job. One thing I will say for Riot, they could use an upgrade to their merch store. There's a lot of merchandise that I would buy the shit out of that they just aren't selling. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like what? Like what? Well, like, do you remember that? Like that Rune Terra sponsorship video I sent you? Yeah. At the end of that video, like the 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 thing inside of it was a deck of Rune Terra puzzle of Rune Terra playing cards. Oh, that's sick. so. It was like a deck of playing cards where they hadn't done anything to the face. Like the faces were just normal, like your normal cards. But the back of the cards just had like a Legends of Rune Terra symbol. I would buy the shit out of that. If you gave me a playing card deck that was actually like fully developed for like League characters or like Rune Terra or something like that, oh, I would buy the shit out of that. Shit like. Did you see the project backpack that they did? Yes, I did. That is amazing. That kind of stuff. Like, I'm not I'm not a huge person. Like, you are. But I'm not a huge person for, like, logoed t-shirts and stuff like that. But when you give yeah. me things that, like, just look really cool and happen to have, like, your IP added onto them a little bit. Stuff like that project backpack and things like that. I'm all over that. And like, yeah. honestly, I'm probably going to wind up picking hard, picking up hard copies of all of the comics they release. Yeah. Like I picked up their like Worlds of Runeterra book and like all that stuff. And like, I'm not like, like what they do with their like figurines and that kind of stuff is really good. I'm not a huge like figurine guy is the only thing. So like not really my cup of tea, but yeah. like it's incredible. But if you give me board games or like books or like posters, all that kind of stuff, oh, I'm all over that. Yeah. The only figurine I have here is Johnny Silverhand on my desk. <laughs> yeah, no, I just uh, I'm looking forward to this year. All in all, with everything Riot's doing, or everything Sony's doing, Microsoft actually like being like we're pulling back Halo and fixing it. You know. I'm hype. There's a there's so much good content coming out, and we're gonna be here through all of it, providing you with whatever little bit or large amount of entertainment we can give you. You know, you want you want to you want to give people a taste. Well, what's our plan yeah. for the year, Josh? What's our plan? Yeah. Well, what are we doing? What are we bringing are we people doing? this year? We're bringing people the spice. We're gonna be doing Fell Seal here coming up. Permadeath mode. And we've never played the game more than like two or three hours. <laughs> like we're doing that. We're doing side by side death training playthroughs, which is going to be a persistent series we can do. We're doing Monster Hunter Rise content coming out from people who like love Monster Hunter. We're going to be doing some real spicy things that I haven't let Michael know about God of War when that game comes out. And just you wait. I've got some calico content i'm going to be making coming up here what you what are you looking forward to us doing here what do you got i mean we're gonna be bringing out some 
some things past podcasts, which is going to be a ton of fun. Got oh, some yeah. YouTube stuff lined up to come out. Maybe some YouTube streaming money. stuff a little bit later streaming in the year. Streaming money. Yeah, it's exciting. Maybe some some nice uh, actually edited down and more like flushed out game reviews, stuff like that. Podcast is podcast is going to stay what it is. You'll still get us raw, unedited, for the most part. Edit out background noise, make things a little bit nicer for you guys, but mostly unedited. But we're going to give you some more, like, developed and nice stuff elsewhere. And you know what? Like, Medium's coming out. We're not going to review this game with your fancy numbers and your corporate backing bullshit. We're going to talk about Medium's split mechanic, where you're playing two characters at the same time. We're reviewing that as the primary focus. When Kenna comes out, I plan on reviewing that as, is this like the adventure game Sony's been missing to reach all the audiences? Because they just don't have a game like that. Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise, a big part of that for me is the multiplayer. Does it work properly? Is it like a thing that you should be looking at playing with your friends because the original Monster Hunter took 40 hours to be able to do it properly? It takes two. Reviewing the co-op genre as a whole when that comes out. We've got a lot of stuff down the pipe. We have plans upon plans. We have more plans than the government had plans to protect a capital building. I'm just saying, we're, we have better plans than the U.S. government. I know it's not a high standard, but we are surpassing it. Yeah, and I mean, don't ever expect us to sit here and title or, like, release a list of games by number. That's not going to happen. Hell no. We might we might use numbers in, like, reference when we're talking, but everything's going to be a little bit more than that. I don't think that, like, you can look at, like, someone saying that Breath of the Wild is a 97, and that doesn't mean anything. So if you want to, like, sit down, get, like, your tea, your coffee... Hang out, listen to what two guys have to say. It's just about what we're passionate about. Just like hang out, see what we have to say, but we're not going to give you your like quick search. Oh, this game is a 97. I guess I'll play it. Nah, that ain't us. No, no, that ain't me, homie. That ain't me. <laughs> well, should we, should we bounce out of here so I can go uh, continue fixing my keyboard that I spilled half a gallon of coffee on? <laughs> That's a $400 cup of coffee right there, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. Oh, yeah. Well, until next time, this has been me, Josh, here with Michael, as always. Stay safe, have fun, and enjoy your life.